Are you feeling festive? Well, nothing puts more of a stop to that than a cough, a cold, or the flu. And that's why in this episode, I'm checking out what our global cousins do to prevent and ease cold symptoms. Then, I'll give you some tips on preventing and reducing the severity of a cold. Welcome to Planet Health. This is the pre-boarding announcement for better health, improved fitness, and easier weight loss. At this time, we're inviting those passengers who want to avoid fad diets, food restriction, and excessive exercise to make your way to the gate. Thank you for your attention. Hello and welcome to Planet Health. I'm Chris Cara, a fitness writer, nutrition coach, and when it comes to this podcast, something of a global explorer. As always, I'm sat here in my virtual airport about to take you on a journey to better health and fitness. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast already, then please, please do, and you'll be notified of new episodes when they're released. And if you can, please rate me because it does help. In this episode, we're looking at coughs, colds, flus, and other illnesses that tend to rear their ugly heads around this time of the year. Because you know what it's like. You have a busy schedule of Christmas events, family gatherings, and other festive activities. But then suddenly, your throat feels a little scratchy. You sneeze. You cough. And before you know it, you have a cold. Next thing you know, you're cancelling plans or turning up to these events feeling like crap. Unfortunately, common colds have been around forever and they're not going away. Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine, once described the common cold as a running at the nose and a discharge from the nostrils and it makes the nose swell and renders it hot and inflamed. I can see where he's coming from because I had a bit of a cough this week and a couple of other cold symptoms so it's inspired me to turn my pain into an episode to help you. Some of the tips I'm going to share later will help you because they've definitely helped me. Despite what I just said about having a cold, I used to get loads of colds and they used to last for ages, like two, three weeks. Now I don't really get colds and when I do, like this week, they're much milder and I can still function well. I can go to the gym, I can see people, I can do my work. Of course, colds affect the entire planet, so naturally our global cousins have many traditions to help get rid of a cold and feel better. And that's what I'm going to look at in this episode. I've found several traditions from countries around the world that may help treat a cold, so I'm going to look at whether it's worth incorporating them into our lives, or at least incorporating aspects of these cultures into our lives. Okay, let's jump straight into it. Now, we've all heard of hot lemon, which is lemon juice and hot water, sometimes mixed with honey or a plant-based sweetener like agave syrup. Naturally, many countries tend to follow this culture of using hot drinks to soothe colds, and for good reason. They're comforting drinks, they taste nice, they help soothe your throat, and they can relieve congestion. However, some are a little unusual, to say the least. That's right, Dominican Republic, I'm looking at you. Because instead of lemon and honey, people in the Dominican Republic use passion fruit and onion made into a tea. Yep. That's right, the sweet, tropical taste of passion fruit mixed with the astringent flavour of raw onions. Hmm, I'm, it's not one for the taste purists, although this could well be a good call. Firstly, onions are rich in vitamin C, which, as you probably already know, is a vitamin linked to immune health and improvements in cold symptoms. 
Onions come from the allium family of vegetables, which also includes things like chives, garlic, and leeks. These foods are good sources of quercetin, which is a plant nutrient with known antiviral properties. I just mentioned garlic, and this is actually used in tea too. People in Mexico supposedly add garlic to hot lemon drinks to battle colds and flus. Like onion, garlic has antiviral and antibacterial properties, and it's been shown in many studies to help reduce cold symptoms and the duration of a cold. Again, I can't imagine garlic in a hot lemony drink tasting any good, but I think it would go some way to helping you fight off a cold, mainly because of those antibacterial and antiviral properties. If you can't stomach mixing sweet drinks with things like garlic, and that's understandable, then you can still get the benefits of these foods by using more onion and garlic in your cooking, whether that's curries or pasta sauces or something else. You can also take garlic capsules, which are available in many health food shops and online. Sticking with foods, let's hop over to Iran. Now, when a cold strikes in Iran, there's one vegetable that they turn to. Can you guess it? No, it's not carrots. It's not cabbage. It's turnips. That's right, in Iran, people with colds often eat a plate of cooked, mashed turnips. There's definitely some sense here because turnips are packed with vitamin C, which, as you already know, is good at reducing the severity of a cold. Turnips are also full of other vitamins like vitamins A and B. Now, you may have heard of an expectorant, uh, maybe in cough syrups, because this is a medication that helps clear mucus from the airwaves. Interestingly, turnips are believed to act as an expectorant, which is another reason the Iranians tend to eat them when struggling with a stubborn cold. Now, when I read this, I looked up turnips because I realised going to places like Tesco, Sainsbury's and other supermarkets, um, I don't actually see turnips in the produce aisles. And then when I looked this up, I realised turnips are actually swede. So swede, the big kind of yellow root vegetable, that is a turnip. I'm not sure if everyone else knew that, but I didn't. So now I do know. Uh, the good news is I love mashed veg. So I'd say grab a few turnips or swedes, boil them, mash them, add some seasoning, you know, maybe some onion and garlic like we just talked about, and then enjoy. That's just a bowl of goodness that's obviously going to help ease your cold in some way. Okay, so you've finished your turnips. What's for dessert? If you still have that pesky cold, then it's time to grab a few plums. And not just any old plums, but pickled plums. This is what the Japanese do during cold season. These little plums are actually known as umeboshi, which is a kind of pungent apricot. They can be eaten as they are, if you like the sound of a pungent apricot, but it may be easier to enjoy them steeped in a hot lemon drink with some sweetener. The reason these umeboshi are used is because of their reported antibacterial effects. Unlike garlic and onions, there's no scientific evidence to support this, However, if they've been used for so long, there may well be some truth to it, so it can't hurt. Regardless, eating more fruits when you have a cold is generally sensible because fruit is full of immunity-boosting vitamins as well as nutrients like quercetin, apples and citrus fruits in particular. Okay, it's time for one more tradition before my voice gives way. Uh, then I'm going to get into some tips. Now, I really like this one from Mexico. If a child has a cold... Adults will smear Vicks Vapor Rub onto the child's chest and their feet and then put socks on. They then wrap them up in heated sheets uh, to sleep off the cold. And this is all quite sensible. 
A 2010 study found that the camphor, menthol and eucalyptus oils in Vicks VapoRub may relieve symptoms and improve sleep in children with upper respiratory infections. You should note that the study was sponsored by the VapoRub company in question though, so make of that what you will. Obviously, rubbing this vapor rub on the chest makes sense as that's going to help clear the airwaves and congestion in your head and your nose and lungs. I don't really understand why you'd rub it on your feet, but from what I've read, it actually seems to work. I'm not sure of the science behind this or whether it's just a placebo, but if you have some vapor rub and some socks, then why not give it a go? Of course, only if your child is older than the age of two. As for the heated sheets, uh, these are thought to help the child sweat out a cold. As far as I'm aware, there's no way to sweat out a cold. I don't think the body works like that. However, raising the body's temperature when you are ill is what the body does naturally to fight off an infection. What I'd say is to do whatever makes you feel more comfortable and able to get a good night of sleep. Sleep is when your body is in full repair mode and the most effective at fighting off whatever virus you've picked up. So don't stay up late or go out partying if you have a cold. Just get some good quality rest. I actually did an episode on sleeping habits and tips, which I'll link to in the description for this episode. That's well worth checking out if you need to catch up on some shut-eye. Right, let's move on to some tips. Firstly, know that there's no way to prevent a cold. You can do things like washing your hands, and that's good sense, using antibacterial gel if you're on a bus or train or in a public building. Um, But unless you avoid everyone, you're probably going to catch a cold at some point. Unless, of course, you keep your body fighting fit. Now, we all know how important vitamins are in keeping our immune systems healthy. Vitamin C is great for reducing the severity of a cold. But when it comes to preventing a cold, look out for vitamin D. Research shows that vitamin D can stimulate the production of a virus-killing protein. And taking D supplements can lead to fewer viral infections. I take a daily multivitamin, but I also take additional vitamin D around 2,000 IU a day. The safe upper level of daily vitamin D intake is 4,000 IU, although up to 10,000 IU has been shown to have no adverse effects. Ultimately, a good quality multivitamin is safe for anyone, and I recommend that to anyone. So is vitamin D, although I recommend speaking to a doctor if you're on other medication or you have any concerns. Otherwise, it's worth getting out in the sun as often as you can this winter because the sun is a free and natural source of vitamin D. Now, this brings me on to my next tip, exercise. If you're feeling full of cold, the last thing you may want to do is hit the gym, do a high-intensity workout, uh, do heavy strength training or dancing classes. However, exercise has been shown to boost circulation of immune cells throughout the body. I still don't think when you're smothering with a cold that you should be doing high-intensity exercise, but I do suggest getting outside and walking. This also gives you the chance to get into some fresh air, because when you have a cold, it's easy to sit at home breathing in the same warm, recycled air, but fresh air really does help clear the cold, at least in my experience. Another tip is to stay hydrated because a hydrated body is much more efficient and it's going to battle off bugs more effectively. It can also help you loosen mucus in your lungs. So sip teas, coffees, both uncaffeinated if possible, hot lemon drinks, uh, and maybe add in some of the onion and garlic that we talked about earlier. Hey, if you can deal with the flavor, it can't hurt. As mentioned above, Sleep is very important. Uh, It's vital to the immune system and for fighting off colds. Use vapor rub if you're feeling particularly bunged up. 
Whether you rub it on your feet, though, is your own call. Notice that these tips aren't particularly glamorous. They're more common sense, uh, but they are the things that actually work. Staying hydrated, getting good sleep, getting some exercise, being outside, and then taking a good multivitamin uh, and maybe some additional vitamin D. And of course, eating well, eating plenty of fruit and vegetable um, as you go through the winter. That's going to keep you fighting fit and hopefully free from cold for the duration. I hope this episode has helped prepare you for the cold and flu season and it keeps you healthy over the next few months. Uh, Do keep those tips in mind and you'll go a long way to both preventing and reducing a cold. Do let me know how you get on. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast for more health and well-being lessons from around the world. And until next time, thanks for listening.